listening to Fox Sports Radio. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. (laughs) Yeah, Chief. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox. You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? I mean, it really is one of the most amazing things we have seen in sports in a long, long time. We're going to break it down all for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to be taking you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, we've got the NCAA tournament going on. we got people looking at their brackets going up in flames. we got other people thinking they've got a legitimate shot because they survived the first two rounds and they've got at least three of their four final four picks only to find out the other teams they chose weren't that great but we will get into all that conversation and have a fun discussion about all of it uh coming up here uh, throughout the course of the show in the next couple hours let's go ahead because there are several different ways we can look at this but let's right off the top look at the deshaun watson situation now that he has chosen his team and he is now a cleveland brown and let's go ahead and split it up into two parts here all right so now there's the second part which we're going to have a ton of time to look at uh, throughout the course of the off season uh, we're going to have a lot of time to look at it as the season approaches training camp preseason the actual season what it means to the browns now in an already stacked afc now that they've got their franchise quarterback seemingly again that they can move forward with we're going to have plenty of time to discuss that and we will get to that here coming up uh, shortly here on Fox Sports Radio but let's go ahead and just I mean really since it's hot off the presses since it just happened just give a round of applause for the ability for Deshaun Watson to do what he's done the last year plus in the NFL and get rewarded with 230 to 50, whatever number you're hearing being flowed out there, million dollars of guaranteed money after all of it. I mean, just bravo to Deshaun Watson through and through. I mean, let's just, let's go ahead and just reverse engineer this. Let's go back to the beginning and just really take into account what happened in Houston. All right. Let's not, you know, run with the narrative that people are going to give you on social media, that people are going to uh, want to try and steer you in one direction or the other. Let's call it what it is. Deshaun Watson quit on his team. I mean, that's a fact. Bailed on his team. And I don't want to hear anything about, well, I mean, wouldn't you be tired of the Houston Texans? Probably not a few months after I signed for a hundred and what, 40, 60 million dollars. Yeah, but it was the people around him in the front office and the coach. And he just, 
Yeah, but then he called a press conference after he signed the contract, crying his eyes out, thinking everybody within the organization, Bill O'Brien, the coach that we were all told was bad for his career, Jack Easterby, the guy we were all told had way too much power in Houston, the McNair family, who we were all told is bad for the NFL and are bad owners, Deshaun Watson signed the contract cried his eyes out, and thanked every single one of them individually. Yeah, but they went ahead and they traded his, uh, his best wide receiver. I mean, he was clearly frustrated with the situation. Sure, before he signed the contract. So I don't want to hear anything about how bad it was in Houston and how toxic it was that he had to get out of there. I don't want to hear it. And then we get to the point where, well, you know, they got into the season and it was clear that Deshaun Watson didn't have any help there. He's a top quarterback in the NFL, correct? I mean, a top quarterback. I think anybody looking at the situation, just being honest about where we are, anybody identifying the top quarterbacks in the National Football League would look at a guy like Deshaun Watson, if you're stacking top five, top ten, whatever you want to do, before all of the stuff happened off the field, before his disappearing act the last year in the NFL, Deshaun Watson was a top five quarterback, and you can't even argue the point. And if you want to argue the point he was top three, you can have that discussion but you can't even argue the point the guy was a top five quarterback in the NFL he is in his prime stud quarterback they were four and 12 (laughs) like it's it's not like Deshaun Watson did everything he possibly could he battled got him into the playoffs they were a 9-10 win team and he was just so frustrated that they weren't able to get over the hump they were four and 12 they weren't close So you mean to tell me a guy who gets that contract after they trade away his best wide receiver, which means he knew what they had done and still signed up for more, tearfully thanks everybody within the organization, and then a few months later, they put up a four-win season and he determines, I need to get out of here? It's why I've said... A couple of times here on Fox Sports Radio, I think part of his motivation for wanting to get out of Houston is because of the stuff that we found out after the fact was going on in his personal life. That's what I believe. And he thought, well, maybe if I just get out of here, I can distance myself from it. And it didn't work. He completely crippled the organization. He quit on his team. (laughs) You you can't even argue the point. He quit. He quit. So he quits on his team. Then we find out after the fact that he's got all the other stuff off the field, the uh, 22 lawsuits, uh, not going to be charged uh, criminally, but there's still the civil stuff that is out there and, and all the other details that are going to come with that. And, and, you know, even his own legal team says, well, you know, stuff did happen, but it wasn't the way it was portrayed by the women who made the claims. So I don't want to hear anybody say, well, he's innocent. No, 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 he's he's innocent. Not really. They just didn't pursue anything further. I mean, let's, you know, call what it is here. There's 22 of them. They all making it up? I mean, that's and that's just 22 that have come forward. And then you find out from people in and around the building, well, you know, uh, it wasn't the biggest surprise that this was going on with Deshaun Watson. People kind of had an inkling that he was into some stuff. 
And then we find out after the fact when all the smoke clears and everything, uh, you know, uh, uh, gets out of the way that, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson had some stuff going on in his personal life. So all of that happens. And the Houston Texans still keep their mouth shut, have to wear it for an entire season while Deshaun Watson is on the roster but isn't playing. They bring in a guy like David Coley who finally gets his shot in an NFL job only to get dealt dealt a bag of crap like he did last year. They're competitive at times throughout the season. And then the Houston Texans finally decide it's time to move on from Deshaun Watson. And after all of it, quitting on his team, signing a contract for more years in Houston after they traded away his receiver, tearfully thanking all the villains in Houston that we've been hearing about for years. After all of that, the Houston Texans still trade Deshaun Watson, get a deal done, and Deshaun Watson gets to choose where he wants to go and then ends up getting a historic $230 million guaranteed contract. I mean, you can't make this crap up. (laughs) You can't make it up. So whoever was involved, Deshaun Watson, his legal team, people in his personal life, whatever you want to say, whoever was involved in steering this thing in this direction and getting it to go this way, bravo to you. Because that is a perfectly executed uh, plan of attack by Deshaun Watson and whoever was surrounding him. And the fact that it ended up, it started with a guy quitting on his team, took all the detours during the offseason and all through last year, and ended up with him getting $230 million guaranteed historic quarterback money. I mean, that is absolute brilliance. Absolute brilliance by Deshaun Watson. Now, you steer it in the direction of the Cleveland Browns. So now that we have gone back in time and given full credit where credit is due, where apparently you can quit on your team, have all the other things going on, and still get $230 million guaranteed. I know everybody's going to be out there, well, that's what happens. I mean, he's a talented guy. Ben Roethlisberger got a second chance. Sure. Nobody's disputing that. And we've seen players get second chances before. I'm not even talking about the stuff off the field as much as I'm talking about the stuff that happened before the things off the field. Guy Quinn on his team. So now you move it forward to the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns made a bold move because they had a guy, a number one pick in the draft, and we will for sure have a conversation about Baker Mayfield as we move on with this show. They had a guy in a number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield who steered them to the playoffs for the first time in how many years? Won a playoff game on the road. Was leading in another game at times. That game against Kansas City, people don't want to discuss this, but that game against Kansas City was dicey for the Chiefs. That Browns-Chiefs game a couple of years ago in the postseason, that wasn't a fun trip for them. That was a problem. Patrick Mahomes got dinged up. The Browns got uh, uh, kind of jobbed on a uh, uh, one of those uh, leaning for the pylon. I think it was Donovan Peoples-Jones who tried to score a touchdown. I mean, that was a close game. The Cleveland Browns had that, had all this momentum moving in the right direction, had a down year last year, quarterback was banged up, 
and while the quarterback was still on the roster, was openly flirting with another QB out there trying to court him to their team, knowing that if we don't land him, we've now butchered and severed our relationship with our current quarterback on our roster, the guy we drafted number one overall just a couple of years ago. That is bold. And I think if you're the Cleveland Browns, you looked around at the AFC and you said, uh, we got to do something. I mean, feel however you want to feel about Baker Mayfield. Where does he stack up in the AFC? If you're just stacking quarterbacks in the AFC, top quarterbacks in the league, the Browns looked around and said, we don't have one of those. We got a solid quarterback, at times a good quarterback, but he's not a Mahomes. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Justin Herbert. He's now not a Russell Wilson. The Cleveland Browns did one a move that a lot of people don't expect the Browns to make it time, from time to time, and they went bold and give them credit for it. And there's a lot of people that are pointing out all the off-the-field stuff, bringing in a guy like Deshaun Watson. I think the Browns recognize, look, you're going to be forgiven. I've seen Browns fans out there that don't want to be Browns fans anymore because they don't want to root for their team now that they brought on Deshaun Watson. I got news for you. There's there's some maybe some people in the NFL that have a checkered past, maybe some things behind the closet that if you open it up, you might be a little bit scared of it at times. They're on rosters all over the league, stuff you never hear about, stuff that never gets out. If you're going to go ahead and base your fandom and your lifelong fandom, and you're going to throw it to the side because your team brought in somebody with a checkered past, I got news for you. You're going to be flipping teams a lot in your life. (laughs) It's just, it's the way it is. So the Browns looked around the AFC and said, hey, we're okay with our guy, but we don't think we can get to the next level. And the stories out there are Deshaun Watson looked at his possible destinations. He looked at Carolina. He looked at New Orleans, he looked at Atlanta, and he looked at Cleveland. And he said, I I like that roster the best. It's a more difficult path, but I like that roster the best. And so give uh, Deshaun Watson credit. Give the guy a a, a pat on the back. You know, just give him a a round of applause. Say, hey, man, I don't know how you navigated quitting on your team, uh, you know, uh, going back on your word with a contract and then, uh, you know, alienating an entire franchise, uh, crippling them, uh, putting them through hell and then also dealing with all the stuff off the field and then ending up with a two hundred and thirty million dollar guaranteed contract in the end with a better roster and then give a, a round of applause and credit to the Cleveland Browns who said, you know what, we're okay openly flirting with another quarterback with a checkered past to sever ties with our current quarterback, even if it doesn't work, because we feel like we got to make a move at the position. That's what the NFL is. It's an arms race, not only in the AFC West, as we've heard about, but in the entire AFC. And now the Browns are locked and loaded, ready for a fun, hoping to be five-year run there with Deshaun Watson at the helm. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, and you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Right, Jonas went out and got himself some corporate sponsors. Yeah, he did. Well, that's what we do on Saturdays. 
Right, it's not like one of those uh, nickel and dime weekday shows, you know, that some of these hosts on this network have. It's not what we do. We do big time Saturday radio here. All right, coming up next, uh, we have got a story in the NFL that even though information tells us what actually happened, people are so bitter about one person involved that they can't let it go. We'll have that conversation with you right here on FSR. This is Knox time right here. Jonas. Oh, man. People don't know, man. Faith No More. Very influential. A lot of bands got uh, elements of what they uh, started doing years later from this band. Little Faith No More. Good stuff. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in, um, let, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now. We do this every year, and it's dumb. Okay, I'm not calling you an idiot uh, because I'm involved. I do it myself. But I think collectively, it's fair to say that we're all idiots uh, for what we partake in. We are, uh, uh, you know, gluttons for punishment, uh, as you as you would uh, refer to it. Uh, We're going to get to that in about 10 minutes from now because it happens every single year and it's happening again right now. So uh, that'll be a fun discussion here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So the um, it's like sometimes no matter what you do. People are going to find something wrong with it, right? Like we go through it a lot here. Like if we do, uh, you know, if we give a say something wrong on sports talk radio, that's the only thing we hear about. We never hear about all the stuff we got right. It's when we get stuff wrong. And people just want to carry that and continue to go with it. Uh, it's why there's the uh, the dumb. What is that? Uh, icy hot takes or whatever they're called, where they uh, you know pull out these uh, these bad takes on Twitter from years ago, uh, and then they repost them after something bad happens. But we never really get the same appreciation when we get something right. It just happens. You know, it's it's the way this whole thing works. And so. When you go down the path of either upsetting people or maybe getting some things wrong in the eyes of some people or in the minds of some people, at times you can be forgiven and it can be forgotten and we can move forward. And then at other times, people just want to hold on to that grudge for whatever their reasons are and hold on to the air and judgment, as they would like to put it, for whatever reason, for as long as they can. They can't let it go. It's just the way this works sometimes. Some people are forgiven very easily and things are forgotten and other people aren't. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys who no matter what happens around him, people can't let go of their personal grievances with Aaron Rodgers over something he did. They can't let it go. It it, like it does. I mean, anything surrounding him. It's like he's a skunk. You don't need to walk up and headbutt a skunk to get sprayed. You could be on a jog minding your business. And you come within a certain range of a skunk hiding behind a car. And next thing you know, they're hosing you off on the front lawn. Like like you're uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson after they accidentally blew that guy's brains out in Pulp Fiction. Like, you, you got to wear a Santa Cruz banana slug shirt to a diner after you uh, take a jog next to a skunk. You didn't do anything wrong. You just happened to be around him. Aaron Rodgers is viewed as a skunk to where anything that's around him 
people look at it and go, oh, my, I mean, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course this was tainted because of Aaron Rodgers. Of course. So Devontae Adams gets traded, right? Devontae Adams, stud wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, gets traded to the Raiders. And almost immediately, the reaction was, wow, because Aaron Rodgers had to get his money. Almost immediately. Like it did, we couldn't even wait for the body to be cold before people immediately had the reaction. Well, must be because Aaron Rodgers' contract. Of course. And then that went further with, well, I mean, apparently those guys aren't that close. I mean, because if they were close, Devontae Adams would have stayed in Green Bay. And it just goes back to, you don't like Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's all this is. Like, you don't like him. Whatever, whatever he did to you, whether it's uh, if, if you're a Bears fan and he's been uh, mutilating your franchise for, for going on a, uh, well over a decade now, uh, if you're um, you know, a, fan, a Lions fan and you've seen the same thing, if you're a Vikings fan, if you're somebody in the NFC, if you're a gambler who had money on him or, or you bet on him when they go to the NFC title game and they come up short, like what, whatever, whatever your opinion is of Aaron Rodgers, and of course, you know, the vaccine stuff and, you know, people still want to hold a grudge because they feel like he lied to you, even though he didn't. Uh, you know, he uh, he just outsmarted you with the with the choice of words and nobody asked a follow up question. Like He never said, you know, he wasn't vaccinated. He just said he was immunized. And people, of course, took that. Well, he's arrogant and he's this and he whatever it is moving forward. Anything surrounding Aaron Rodgers. Is apparently tainted and he's responsible for it. Because what we were being told is that Devontae Adams needed to go elsewhere to get a contract to his liking because Aaron Rodgers took his money and therefore it led to Devontae Adams needing to get out. And if it wasn't that, it must be because those guys aren't on good terms. And then you start to do a little bit of digging, start to do a little bit of research, start to actually go into the details and facts of everything involved and you realize oh Devonte adams just wanted to play with the raiders <laughs> okay okay oh so oh so green bay was willing to give him the money the raiders were he just wanted to go play elsewhere like can it just be that simple can it just be a guy is looking 30 years old, square in the eyes, realizes this is my one chance to play potentially with the team that I rooted for growing up and decided, you know what? I want to go now. Love Green Bay. Love Aaron Rodgers. But this is an opportunity to do something, to go play with my college teammate for the franchise that I grew up rooting for. And I actually get a chance to pursue all this and live out my childhood dreams. But we don't want to look at it like that. No, no, no. It's because Aaron Rodgers. He did something wrong. Uh, you know, and nobody wants to play with him. Arrogant guy. Threw in, even though if you actually paid close enough attention to the storylines coming out of Green Bay this year, Devontae Adams talked about how he was almost in tears because Aaron Rodgers called him up after a game one time. Devontae Adams was like on his way to go see a movie with his wife. And, uh, and uh, Aaron Rodgers called him up and said, I think you're the best player I've ever played with. 
And Devontae Adams was emotional because he thought it was just such high praise from a guy like Aaron Rodgers, someone who he considers a close friend. But no, 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 no. It's not that. That we, we can't hear about that stuff. No. No. Anything that comes around Aaron Rodgers is tainted. Like, don't you get it? Anything around him. Like, like we don't want to hear about any of that stuff. And then when the reports do come out, somebody immediately tries to shoot it down. Yeah, well, they're, they're saying that, but I'm not buying it. Oh, okay. What are you buying? Like, I mean, what do you want to hear? Devontae Adams decided to play with the Raiders uh, because, uh, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is, is a, a, a drug dealer in the locker room. Is that what you want to hear? Like, 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 what are you looking for? Devontae Adams couldn't be around Aaron Rodgers anymore because he was an alcoholic. Uh, Devontae Adams couldn't be near Aaron Rodgers anymore because, uh, you know, he used to, uh, you know, uh, uh, slam a bunch of heroin and go make crop circles in the farms of Wisconsin. Like, what do you want to hear? Like, well, like, what, what's going what's gonna to appeal to you to make you okay with the fact that Devontae Adams is no longer a Green Bay Packer? Because the facts apparently aren't good enough. Wanted to play for his boyhood team, was getting a ton of money to go elsewhere, and realized this is my last opportunity to do so. But instead, we're going to steer towards the direction that nah, must have been because something Aaron Rodgers did. At some point, you got to move on. Like, at some point, you got to understand you're holding a grudge and steering conversations and discussions in a direction that aren't true. Just because you can't get over something. The guy wanted to go play with a specific team. And the team that he was on was willing to give him the money he wanted. But he wanted to go somewhere else. It doesn't have to be this bad thing. You ever moved away from your hometown? You ever taken a job elsewhere? You ever, you know, uh, grew up in one city and then moved to another one like 10, 15 minutes away? Everybody's done it at some point or another. Does that mean you hated the place you grew up? No. Sometimes you just got a better opportunity. You still talk with the people you grew up with. You still communicate with the people. You still love them. All the people you were around when you grew up. But you saw an opportunity to go somewhere else and you took it. It doesn't mean that you were running away from a fire. You just saw a chance to improve your situation in some way, shape, or form. You still have love for the people you were with for all those years. You just saw your chance and you took it. That's it. It doesn't mean there was something wrong with where you left. But apparently, anytime Aaron Rodgers is in the discussion, that's what's happening. He is the burning building everybody's running away from, and that's why Devontae Adams made his choice. According to the, to the experts out there, according to the people that still bring up Aaron Rodgers' relationship with his family, as if that has anything to do with the conversation about his football career. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description visit indeed.com slash credit all right coming up next uh we all uh participate in something and and if you actually just take a a, a just a a look over the top of what we're doing we are dumb we are all dumb myself included i'll tell you why coming up here momentarily uh, but for all the latest from around the world of sports ladies and gentlemen i present to you a man 
who turns on the mic, when he speaks into the mic, your Saturday instantly perks up. Your ears get a sense of worthiness. He is high atop the mountaintop of Sports Talk Radio. He is a man who has called games, given updates, done post-game shows, done pre-game shows. And he is, out of the graciousness of his art, the man, out of the goodness of his soul, has decided, you know what? I'll be a part of this world. I'll hang out with you. Even though you're beneath me on a Saturday, I will hang out with you. I present to you, Sir Isaac Lohenkron. Uh, you, you forgot to plug my Twitter handle. Uh, at Sir Isaac Lohenkron. Actually, that's what I wanted to bring up. So I'm at Isaac Lohenkron, but I was greatly upset to learn that you are not at Jonas Knox. You're at the Jonas Knox, where you've yeah. obviously built an enormous following. So I gave myself a little homework assignment, Jonas. I said to myself, all right, I'm going to find out who is the at Jonas Knox, because you should be the at Jonas Knox, because you're the most prominent Jonas Knox. So I'm like, all right, it's probably going to be like a geologist from Colorado or an attorney in Boston. You find this. It's it's an egg. It's an egg. Join. uh, Actually, it's me. Oh, oh, it is you. Yeah. What? Uh, okay. What? All right. So here, here's the uh, backstory. All right. All right. I don't like having to use the Jonas Knox or the Jonas Knox. It's douchey. Sure. Um, it's pretentious. I can't stand it. I had at Jonas Knox uh, originally, but I forgot my password. <laughs> And I haven't been able to get into the account in years. I've reached out to Twitter, haven't heard anything back. I don't want to use the. I want my account back. It's mine. I have the email address attached to the account. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they won't let me in. But don't you click on forgot password they send your email account a link and you can reactivate it that way? Have all have done everything. Doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Trust me, it doesn't work. That's why when people go, God, aren't you upset you don't have a blue check mark? And blue check mark, kiss my ass. I don't care about a blue check mark. I just want my account. That's it. I don't, like I'm not asking for a lot here. Just it's my account. I had it. it it's you know I'm the one in control of it, or at least I thought, and uh, it was taken away from me. So this is what we do. Ha- have you have, wear it? Have you tried? Um, Aaron, have you tried Aaron Rodgers is tainted as your password? Uh, no, I okay. have not, uh, because I feel like I'll be banned from Twitter if I even uh, promote any sort of Aaron Rodgers uh, propaganda. You know, uh, by, by, by the way, God ju- forbid. Ju- just a footnote, by the way, on the analytics of the Jonas Knox Twitter account, following zero accounts, but you still have a whopping 37 followers, and ironically, one of them, none other than Andy Furman. Oh, Do you course. know that? What? Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, Furman... Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, technology gets the best of him, and uh, he doesn't realize that, uh, you know, what he's following isn't actually accurate uh, uh-huh. because he, w- he would rather have Twitter through the mail. 
I mean, if it were up to Andy Furman, he'd rather just lick envelopes and send it in the mail and then follow you that way as opposed to clicking on a button on uh, on social media. That's it's why it's thing. so ironic that despite your acclaim on social media and on the radio, you do not have a blue check mark. But Andy Furman, who still types letters to his colleagues, and, and we dearly love our, our colleague, but he literally writes letters to colleagues yep. on a typewriter, he does have a blue check mark. So that's he- your... Yeah, pe- people think that's like we're uh, embellishing. We're not. We're not. Like he's, no. he sends letters constantly to everybody involved, and most people don't want them. Eddie Garcia doesn't even open them anymore. He just throws them away. The, yeah, because uh, they're worthless. It's a. It's a. You know, uh, like if he, if somebody with the last name Isaac is in a newspaper that he uh, has a subscription <laughs> yep. to, he will cut it out, highlight it, and send it to you as if you needed that. Nice to know there was an Isaac in the Brooklyn Daily Eagle. I know. <laughs> like, like, you needed that. I don't know if you, you know that. Mail. But it's you not even you, mail. you don't even share the last name. He has your, His last name is your first name, and Andy highlights it and sends it to you as if it's relevant at all. And again, as Jonas says, ladies and gentlemen, we are not exaggerating. Speaking of Brooklyn, Brooklyn's former team, the Dodgers, they lost their longtime closer late last night. Kenley Jansen has signed a one-year deal with the Atlanta Braves, and also overnight, the huge news breaking, KRIV Television out of Houston reporting that Carlos Correa has reached a deal with the Minnesota Twins, a three-year contract worth 105 million dollars. Adam Schefter reporting Michigan linebacker David Ojabo, a projected first-round draft pick, tore his Achilles at Michigan's Pro Day on Friday, but doctors expect a full and complete recovery. Popular longtime NFL reporter John Clayton passed away Friday at the age of 67 after a brief illness. Clayton was inducted into the writer's wing of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2007. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell a short time ago released a statement saying in part, quote, for five decades, he covered the league with endless energy and professionalism. He earned my tremendous respect and admiration. Unquote. In the NCAA tournament Friday night, 7-seed Michigan State held off 10-seed Davidson 74-73 to advance to play Duke on Sunday. 11-seed Iowa State knocked off 6-seed LSU 59-54. Round 2 tips off today 12-10 Eastern as 1-seed Baylor takes on 8-seed North Carolina. Let's go back to the great that is on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Jonas yeah, I, Knox. Listen, I just want my old Twitter account back. Give me back my son! Oh, you've, you've, <laughs> you've already got great support on Twitter. Uh, Ernie has just followed at Jonas Knox for when at the Jonas Knox gets his account back. Uh, Give just, me back my son! Here's, yeah, an, here's uh, another project. Here's another yeah. research project. I'm going to come up with more potential 2009 original at Jonas Knox Twitter passwords to try and help you out. There's still yeah. there's still a chance. Yeah, I've tried them all. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Uh, trust me. It's uh, it's very, very frustrating. Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. We are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, and you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. All right. So coming up next, uh, we exercise uh, in something that is very dumb. Uh, I don't know why we all do it, but we continue to do it year after year, myself included. Uh, so let's all just acknowledge an Aaron judgment that we make every single year at this time. And we'll get into that for you right here on FSR. I love Knox. I really do. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport 
and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have a discussion about um, what is maybe the most fascinating watch of the entire, not only NFL offseason, but I would argue next season and beyond. Uh, We will get into that conversation with you here uh, again a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single week at this time, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, to find out what the hell's going on, Bersh. The 15-seeded St. Peter's upset number two seed Kentucky in the first round. Jonas, do you care? Well, um, yeah, I do. Uh, I and, love and it. I'm going to explain it, but it's the St. Peter's Peacocks. I don't know if anybody uh, anybody realized that, uh, which we brought up the, um, the conversation yesterday on uh, Fox Sports Radio that if St. Peter's and South Carolina ever meet up, whew, <laughs> going to have some fun with those nicknames, huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Huh? Uh, anyways, uh, so the, uh, uh, yeah, this is why I care. I don't get I, it. We're idiots. All right. All of us are dumb. All right. We continue to do this to ourselves. We pick teams understanding that it's a one and done situation on a neutral floor against teams. They haven't really had a lot of time to prepare for. And then when these upset happen, these upsets happen, we look around and go, I didn't. So I mean, this is crazy. It's March madness. It's not that crazy when you consider all the circumstances surrounding the tournament. Yet every single year we fall victim to this next. Fifth-seeded Iowa was upset by 12th seed Richmond. Jonas, do you care? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Let me tell you something. We are are given farm propaganda every single week here on FSR. (laughs) Silos, cow tipping, crop circles, uh, you name it. Iowa propaganda from Iowa. the great Iowa Sam, who has force-fed us to follow Iowa football, basketball, wrestling, uh, pocket pool, no! you name it, everything Iowa-related, we bet we happen to hear about for years on this network. And so to see them get ousted in the first round to my Richmond Spiders, I, I, I've, I've been trying to get him to play either the Itsy Bitsy Spider or the greatest system of a down song ever, Spiders, but he won't play because he's bitter about it. So, of course, man, I was rooting rooting with all my heart for my Richmond Spiders to get it done. Next, Juju Smith-Schuster signing uh, with the Chiefs. Jonas, do you care? No. I mean, come on, man. I by the way, care. I think this came out like 48 seconds after the Deshaun Watson trade. And it's like, really? You're a TikTok guy. Shouldn't you have like planned the release of this better? And by the way, with him and Jackson Mahomes in the same building, TikTok is going to go off next year. 
in can in fact if i were if i were tiktok i would just move my entire headquarters to kansas city seeing as the the uh, only two people that are using it uh, juju smith schuster and uh, and and uh, jackson mahomes are the guys really pushing tiktok just move your entire headquarters your facility everything to kansas city next Instant year next whatever it is Steph Curry was injured in what Steve Kerr called a dangerous play by Marcus Smart. Jonas, do you care? Uh, not really. I, I the part care. of this that, that bothers me is that Steve Kerr really thought that was a dirty play. He was diving for a loose ball. Like, I'm, I'm sorry Steph Curry didn't also dive for a loose Like, Like, what do you want him to do? He's diving for a loose ball. Like, he wasn't trying to intentionally hurt him. He got slick I mean, balls. If he want, don't we all? Uh, well, not right now. Uh, if we wanted to really, uh, you know, have the argument, I mean, uh, Marcus Smart kicking his foot up, trying to make a play on on Clay Thompson down at the other end of the floor, I could, would consider more dirty than that play. But get out of here. Next, Russell Westbrook was the target of trash talk from the Minnesota Timberwolves earlier this week. Jonas, do you care? I actually do because I think that, and I'm going to get into this later. Yeah. But I've started to take a turn uh, on this whole conversation about uh, Russell Westbrook based on something that I saw. Uh, so I. I do care a little bit, but not that much. Next. Nacho fries are back at Taco Bell, Jonas. Do you care? No, man. Yummy. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, fries at Taco Bell. Like, it's like, uh, you know, going going to get gas and getting sushi. Like, what are we doing here? Like, like pick a lane and shop in it. You can eat this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's actually uh, borderline comedy what happened in the NFL and how the feedback has been uh, thus far by fans and members of the media. We will get into that discussion with you here coming up just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, noon Eastern time. 9 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it is a tradition here. Uh, we like to, uh, because listen, we like uh, compliments on this show. Uh, we like to feel good about ourselves on this show. And so when we do get positive feedback from uh, the the loyal listeners of Fox Sports Radio, those need to be showcased and featured at the top of the second hour here on the program. A little bit of a progress report. And, you know, we're not like these gutless cowards that would grow up and wait for the mail to come come and try and intercept the uh, report card that came in the mail before their parents could see it. No, 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 no. That's how it was done back in the day. Report card gets sent to the house. You know, you did poorly. You know, your parents are going to be pissed off. Maybe you get grounded, but they're certainly going to give you a talking to. And so you got to intercept that and then try and write in uh, the, the uh, correct grades. I mean, that's how it was done back in the day. We don't play that game here. All right. We're not, we're not gutless. All right, if we if we give a poor performance, we're going to wear it and we're going to wear it to start hour two. Uh, David writes in, quote, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. You creep. Perverted. Bleeping predator. You need to be locked up and put away from assaulting any more beefy male masseuses looking to bleep like one of your boy toys. Watson ain't got bleep on your pasty cracker ass. Oh, that. (laughs) Happy Saturday, everybody. Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. Oh man. This is just uh <laughs> oh, just uh unbelievable. Uh so uh that is uh good stuff there. Uh so apparently uh we are doing a, a just a, a solid performance. Uh speaking of Deshaun Watson. Um, the, uh, obviously uh, a lot of different, uh, layers to the Deshaun Watson trade. I was pointing out earlier, just a bold move uh, on, on multiple accounts, bold move on, on Deshaun Watson, being able to quit on his team, uh, you know, uh, you know, go back on his word to an entire city and an organization, um, you know, then have all the stuff off the field and then still get to pick your destination, and still get $230 million guaranteed. I mean, bravo, bravo. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm not trying to defend the city of Houston. They've got their problems. Obviously, uh, you know, we uh, there's been some issues there with the Texans organization. There's been some issues with the uh, Houston Astros. Apparently, the Astros were like, you know, cheating or something. I mean, big deal. I mean, you know, I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, uh, you know, electronic devices, you know, buzzers on the chest. I mean, come on. You know, uh, if you know, you got to uh, sometimes, you know, cut a couple of corners. I mean, who hasn't done that from time to time? You cut some corners, you take some chances. The Astros did. They got a World Series. It's not really world. You know, I mean, that things happen. That's the city of Houston. That's their problem. I'm not here to judge. But the uh, the whole, uh, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson's handling of this whole thing. Uh, and I'm not trying to, you know, to, to you know steer the city of Houston in one direction or the other. But if I were the city of Houston, I would boo Deshaun Watson's ass every single time he came on the television. Every time. That guy quit on your team, held your organization hostage, and still ended up with $230 million guaranteed. Still. And got to choose his destination. It is amazing. So bold by Deshaun Watson, but also bold by the Cleveland Browns. Because here's what's interesting about Cleveland. It's almost like they're used to failure. And so... They try and, f- I guess you would call it self-sabotage is, is I guess the word for it that some people, to worry, you just assume things are going to go poorly. So even when they start to go well, you, you figure out a way to screw it up. It's like, it's self-sabotage. You don't really, you're not used to that success. You're not used to things going in, in that direction. So you're just more comfortable kind of wallowing uh, in, in your misery and wallowing in, in your lack of success. And it's almost like the Cleveland Browns were starting to take that approach. Like, they're not a rebuild. You know what I mean? Like, they were making moves almost as if they were a rebuilding franchise. Like, if I just told you, hey, so there's this team in the NFL, they're trading away one of the um, most talented players at the position, they're waving uh, one of their most dependable and successful players at a position. Um, they're also, um, you know, looking to get rid of their uh, first round draft pick of a quarterback. Uh, they've also uh, waived their tight end. Uh, they've also, uh, you know, uh, uh, waived, um, you know, because, of, you know, contract to free up space. Uh, they've waived uh, a, a, an offensive lineman uh, like the. Th- if I describe all of those moves to you, you would say, oh, well, that's clearly a team that's that's rebuilding. I mean, they're going in one direction, and this is the path that they're taking. That 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 sounds like a rebuild, right? I mean, that sounds like a team that's rebuilding. No, that's the Browns. Like, Odell Beckham, 
Jarvis Landry, uh, Austin Hooper, Baker Mayfield. Like, all those moves are what the Browns have done in less than a year. And they were just in the playoffs. <laughs> like, this is a rebuild. Like, that's, that's not the Lions. They were just in the playoffs. They, they had a talented roster. They still have a talented roster. But they were almost acting as if, well, we're not used to success. Let's just go back to what we're used to. It's more comfortable there. And so they go out of their way to make this move for Deshaun Watson. They give up a ton of picks to do so. And it's like, all right, so, so I guess you are focused on winning now. But it's just so, so the whole thing was kind of bizarre. But the Baker Mayfield side of all this is really interesting because there's you can argue all you want about Baker Mayfield's success in the NFL, and, and you, can, you can have that discussion until you're blue in the face. Fact of the matter is, there's a lot worse quarterbacks in the NFL than Baker Mayfield. Is he a top 10 guy? No. Is he as good as Deshaun Watson? No. Clearly, that's why the Browns made the move that they made. But he did do things in Cleveland that hadn't been done in a long time. Like, do you want to know how bad the Cleveland Browns were before Baker Mayfield got there? Like, this is how bad the Cleveland Browns were. They hadn't won a game in so long that Bud Light put together a promotion to where when they finally did win a game, a fridge containing ice-cold Bud Lights would automatically open in certain parts around the country where Cleveland Browns fans had gathered. <laughs> Just think about that. Like, hey, how bad's your team? Well, you know, haven't been to the playoffs in a couple years. Oh, yeah? Try this one. Bud Light is opening fridges automatically around the country just because they don't really expect us to win anytime soon. <laughs> That's how bad the Cleveland Browns were. Fridges opened automatically on a Thursday night game because they hadn't won in so long. And who was the quarterback that did that for them? Baker Mayfield. Like, who was the quarterback that uh, got them to the postseason? Baker Mayfield. Like, it's no coincidence that this team was, what, 1-31 in 31 in a two-year stretch? I think they had, like, four or five wins over a three-year span. Those days are long gone since Baker Mayfield got there. Like, and, and you could say, well, you know, he had a talented... Okay, fine, he had a talented roster. So, so, like, he's not a part of it? Like, I'm not arguing that he's a top 10 quarterback. I'm not, I'm not having that discussion. I, I, don't, I don't have my, my quarterback power rankings on me right now because I'm not a nerd. But I, my point is, it's not like he was the worst QB in the world. And you can judge him on last year all you want. The guy was banged up the entire season. He was injured almost the entire season. And according to people that, that were around him... It was a lot worse than a lot of stuff uh, that got out to the public. A lot worse. The stuff he battled through just to get onto the field. 
And I'm not playing the violins for Baker Mayfield. I get it. The guy does some stuff sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. I get it. I mean, if you want to go all the way back to college, uh, him for whatever reason, uh, you know, running away from cops and getting tackled uh, while he's got pizza stains on the front of his shirt. I have no idea why he did it. But guess what? He was probably hammered. And I got news for you. If we're going to judge people based on things that have happened when we're hammered, we're going to be here a long time and we're all going to feel worse about ourselves. I mean, I've told this story on the air. I was hammered one time in Las Vegas. And I passed out at a slot machine. I got woken up by the cleaning crew pushing me in the chest with a broom. Passed out upright at a slot machine. Didn't hear the vacuums. Didn't hear, like nothing around me. Not the uh, not not all the other noises that come along with Vegas. Heard nothing. Woke up. Voucher with like 13 cents uh, left on it was sticking out of the machine. There were uh, four uh, bottles of beer in front of me that I didn't drink, but I kept ordering. I don't know. I don't know why. I was hammered. So I don't know why Baker Mayfield ran from cops and had pizza stains on his shirt. He was hammered. If you want to go back to uh, his uh, his issue with, uh, you know, Kansas, I think it was Kansas didn't want to shake his hand. So Baker Mayfield uh, grabbed his crotch and gave him the middle finger. I mean, if you like there's there are stuff that has happened. Him him calling out uh, members of the media, Tony Grossi, uh, Mary Kay Cabot. I get it. All of that stuff is fair. But let's not pretend like he's the worst quarterback in the world. They did things with Baker Mayfield they hadn't done in years. So to see where this whole thing is going to go now, it's a fascinating watch. And if you needed a team to star on Hard Knocks next year, whatever team Baker Mayfield goes to or the Cleveland Browns works for me, I might actually watch. We might actually give Hard Knocks a a, a second chance here because it's been awful the past couple of years. Let's go live. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, all right, we're not going to go live uh, to a a. Uh, I have a thought on passing out at a slot machine insider Isaac Lohenkron. Uh He is now uh, busy uh, working on. All right, let's go live. Uh, take two. Yeah. To I have a thought on passing out at a slot machine insider Isaac Lohenkron for the lady. I, I I actually think in this specific case you're being a little too hard on yourself. I don't think that you are the first person in the history of Las Vegas to be found passed out at a slot machine by the cleaning crew. I mean, if it was something truly embarrassing, I would I would let you know. But you're far, I'm guessing you're far from the only person probably that day that the cleaning crew had to poke with the broom handle. By the way, you know the worst part of that story? The next day, I was talking to my buddy. He was like, dude, what was wrong with you? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I walk by and you're passed out at a slot machine. I'm going to the room. I'm like, you didn't think to wake me up? Exactly. He goes, he goes well, you were passed out. I was like, we're in Vegas. Like, I'm, I'm passed out. Like, I had to get I had to get poked in the chest with a broom by a cleaning crew member? You couldn't wake me up? I think, what is this? I think that your buddy walking by you and leaving you there to rot in the casino is more shameful than you being passed out in the first place. The, the first thing that came to my mind when you related that anecdote was Nick Saban walking over that grievously injured guy uh, who had passed out when he was the head coach of the Dolphins oh, in the hallway, God, remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, Nick's got a job to do. I mean, uh, that's, uh, and apparently my buddy had a job to do, too. I guess. About, uh, uh, you know, getting he, his friend uh, out of the slot Was machine. he still your but, buddy? <laughs> Oh yeah, one of my dear friends. I'm going to see him later tonight. Yeah, he's one of my one of my dear friends. It was just like I told him, I was like, 
don't don't you think like uh, you would want to help me? He goes, oh, I don't know. I just figured uh, you'd figure it out. I'm like, okay, well, uh, fair enough. So there was that. But yeah, it very um, you know maybe you should start situation. hanging out with that cleaning crew. They seem to be more thoughtful and supportive. Uh, I, yeah, it is uh, just uh, troubling uh, through and through. But uh, uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description visit indeed.com slash credit you can get me on twitter at the jonas knox at the jonas knox on twitter Uh, all right so coming up next i've actually taken a turn all right i have now based on new evidence i have now completely reversed my opinion and my outlook for one player in the world of sports we'll get into that for you right here on fsr jonas knox fox sports radio Coming up in, uh, we'll call it, uh, you know, about uh, 10 minutes from now. This is a uh, this is a discussion about uh, one player in the world of sports. I teased this, but I, I had a couple of uh, things I wanted to get to. Uh, first of all, uh, there's a guy in the world of sports I think we should all be rooting for. Uh, this is somebody who um, uh, I think has gotten a bad rap, and I've completely changed course, in my opinion, of this individual. So we'll have that for you here uh, coming up again 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, before we get into that, though, I, I did think this was interesting. So... People view the NFL and they they view sports completely differently than they would view their own personal situation. It's why there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on. So if just take into account your own personal life, you could use a relationship, you could use uh, your employer, you could use whatever. If you found out, right, like if you're a guy listening to this right now and you're in a relationship and she's next to you in the car, I mean, I want her to hear this, all right? How do you think this would go over if you told your better half, hey, I think I can upgrade over you. I'm going to go ahead and take this date and see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, don't worry. I'll be back. How do you think that would land with her? Probably not well, right? Probably, you know, kind of piss her off. You know, might uh, might result in a potential breakup. And guess what? She'd have every reason to be frustrated with you. I mean, put yourself in her shoes. If your better half went to you and said, hey, you're great and all, appreciate it. But like, I, I think there's somebody better out there for me. I know who that somebody is. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go on a date. But if it doesn't work out, I'd still like you to stay with me after the fact. I mean, you'd kind of feel like a doormat, right? Like you're getting walked on. Like not a, you know, just just not not an ideal situation to be in. And that's basically where Baker Mayfield was at. The Browns told him, hey, we're going to go take this date. There's no guarantees, but we're going to go take this date with somebody better. And if you'd like out of this situation, if the date doesn't work out, tough balls, not happening. And yet people see this and they go, well, that's business. Well, you know, that's but Okay, fine. That's business. It doesn't mean Baker Mayfield doesn't have a right to be pissed. He has every right to be pissed. And you would be too. So it's, it's funny how we steer these discussions uh, in, in certain directions, yet we don't really want to put ourselves in the shoes of, uh, of the people that this is happening to. Because they go, well, you know, if I was making that type of money, it's a, it, okay, I get it. You can say, well, you know, he's still getting paid. That's not the point. We're talking about an upheaval of a career, potentially. 
Because the more that you move on from the place that picked you and chose you, the less likely it is you're going to have success. Like if, the, if the team that drafted you and the team that liked you enough to take you over other quarterbacks in the same draft, like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, if that team chose you and they're moving on, what does that say about you? Right or wrong? What does that say about you in the league? Damaged goods. You can even use uh, the word bust if you wanted to, even though I can't stand the word. So this isn't about the money. It's about what is set up for Baker Mayfield moving forward. And I'm telling you right now, and there's been some stuff out there that, that he wants to go to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, that the Seattle Seahawks are also uh, in, you know, in conversations uh, about potentially making a move. And it feels like this is something that's going to get done, uh, and it's not going to take a long time because I think both sides realize this has got to end. We need to move forward. We've got a quarterback. Baker Mayfield's still under contract, but we need to move on from him because now we got Deshaun Watson. It feels like this is something that's going to happen quickly and wrap up quickly. If I were Baker Mayfield, I'd absolutely want to go to the Indianapolis Colts over the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks feel like they're a long ways away. Indianapolis has got a good roster. Indianapolis runs the football. They're lacking at wide receiver when it comes to, to legitimate threats. That is something that they'll probably you know address in the draft, I would assume, and make some moves there. Indianapolis, I'm telling you, if you're asking me right now, more likely to win a division next year, the Colts with Baker Mayfield or the Browns with Deshaun Watson, I would, I would put every dollar I had on Baker Mayfield and the Colts. I'm telling you. We can, we can say he's not a good quarterback. You can, Man, he's played really good football in the league. And if you go to Indianapolis, you're going to get a pissed off, motivated Baker Mayfield on a, on a good Colts roster. I'm telling you, the book is not written on him yet. I'm telling you. And it's going to be fascinating to see how those two tales play out. If he goes to Seattle, I, I just I don't like his chances. It feels like, look, Baker Mayfield with his personality and his persona and Seattle feels like a perfect fit. But if I'm the Colts, I mean, wh- what are your other options? I mean, like, wh- like wh- what else is out there? I mean, I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but I, I take Baker Mayfield over Garoppolo. And Mayfield's been banged up. It was banged up last year, obviously. But Jimmy Garoppolo seems like he's there's an injury every year. Every year something pops up. I would take Baker Mayfield. He's younger, and and you would argue probably has a higher ceiling than than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I like Garoppolo a lot. I I don't think he gets a fair shake from a lot of people. But I'm telling you, man, Baker Mayfield in Indianapolis. Like I, I would I would pick them to win that division. He goes to the Colts. I like that landing spot for Baker Mayfield. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed. Because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so I'm going to stick up for somebody. Uh, I feel like they've gotten a bad rap. I've also also been part of the uh, the attack on this individual. I've completely changed course. We'll get into that next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, he is the great. He is the powerful. He is the wonderful. He is the prestigious Sir Isaac Lohenkron. 
And we begin with a Jonas Knox ego-boosting update. You ready for this? Yeah, what's that? So half an hour ago, in a Fox Sports Radio exclusive, we broke the story behind the story. Your Twitter account is at Knox. I wondered, well, who is the original at Jonas Knox? And you mentioned that that's actually your account. You just simply forgot the password yeah, and haven't yeah. been able to True. get back in. So we, we related that anecdote half an hour ago. In the last half hour, that account, which half an hour ago before I brought this up had 37 followers, now has 45 followers. So you are so popular that eight listeners across the country decided to follow an account that you have no access to because you forgot the password. It's uh, that's it's popularity. Man. Yeah, it's it, listen. It's frustrating. I, I've uh, I've tried. I, I'll, look, I'll give it another spin and uh, reach out to um, you know the powers that be at uh, Twitter. I don't even know. If, uh, they, look, they don't know who I am, but I'll, I'll see if I can uh, pull a couple of strings. Yeah, that is my account, but I, I just haven't been able to get into it. But but it's long time. it says a lot about your popularity and likability that. People specifically know that that's an account that you will never, ever tweet from because you don't have access to because you forgot the password. And yet they followed you anyway. Uh, I I just think it's uh, people are ball busters. Okay, I I, I think they just want to continue to rub it in my face that I don't have control over that account. That's all this is. Okay, it's nothing about an ego boost. Glass half empty guy. I got it. (laughs) Hold on, Sam. Just play it. Just play it one more time. Give me back my son! He's been trying. He has been shoehorning that in the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm extra peppy this morning. What was the name of that movie? Taken? Taken. Ransom. Oh, Ransom. Taken. Same thing. Taken was the Liam Neeson movie, I want to say. All right. Well, yeah, Liam Neeson. And Jonas, uh, one, one of the rare movies where Gary Sinise plays a bad guy. That and Reindeer Games. What yeah, do you mean? It wasn't Gary Sinise a bad guy in uh, Forrest Gump? No, no he was, he's a good guy. He was the friend, yeah. Yeah. Just like John Malkovich-esque. He, he, he bullied Forrest, made fun of him for years, and then threw a woman off the bed because she made a joke about his legs. Oh, oops. He I went mean, through some rough times. I'm going to have right? to refresh yeah. the old uh, oh, Forrest Gump oh, plot sorry, section I, on the yeah. Wikipedia page. The, 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 uh, the Lieutenant Dan Defense League weighs in. Sam said he went through a hard time in his life. All right, so all is forgiven. Okay, fair enough. Happy oh, New Year, everybody. I'm, I'm going to have to catch up on that one. Meanwhile, round two of the NCAA <laughs> tournament tipping off today, 12-10 Eastern. It'll be one seed Baylor Shoot battling eight seed North Carolina. Big news overnight in Major League Baseball. KRIV Television out of Houston reporting that the Minnesota Twins have agreed to a monster three-year, $105 million deal with free agent shortstop Carlos Correa. What the hell is that? I don't know. What? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, that's weird. What, you got a, uh, you got some sort of an issue there? I'm just talking about Carlos Correa. I don't know. Is that a... I mean, are we looking at a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I, mean, I just mentioned it, Carlos Correa, and I hear buzzing. Oh! Did somebody tip off a pitch or something there? Uh, I get it. Yeah. 
By the way, I really thought there was like a, I really thought there was like a, an actual emergency alert. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. There's a big difference. There's a buzzer and then there's that. Anyway, <laughs> the deal is the highest average annual value for a major league infielder. The Atlanta Braves overnight. How about this? They signed former Los Angeles Dodgers closer Kenley Jansen to a one-year deal. Adam Schefter reporting today that Michigan linebacker David Ojabo, who is a projected first-round draft pick, tore his Achilles at Michigan's Pro Day on Friday. Doctors expect a full and complete recovery. Defensive tackle Fletcher Cox has agreed to a one-year deal to return to the Philadelphia Eagles. Popular longtime NFL reporter John Clayton passed away Friday at the age of 67 after a brief illness. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell this morning releasing a statement saying, quote, for five decades he covered the league with endless energy and professionalism. He earned my tremendous respect and admiration, unquote. John Clayton was like the first guy, and, and the joke was you, he always so he I, he was doing the at-home hits before those were fashionable, before people were doing them, and then I started seeing stuff come out, because I, I never met him, but obviously, you know, you grew up watching the NFL, you were a fan of his work, and I saw that he was a caretaker for his wife, that that was part oh, of his, okay. yeah, part of his, you know, um, not responsibilities, right. but part of what he was dealing with, and so maybe that's why he was working from home. I, you know, I don't want to speculate on that, but I saw he was a caretaker, and just my background, and uh, you know, just stuff that you know that I, that I've gone through. That the term caretaker just you know mm-hmm. it lands differently with me. I, I that is anybody that goes through that, trust me been there was there for a long time it is uh you know it's 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 a job but it's a responsibility that you do because you love somebody you care about them it's why it's the term caretaker and apparently he did that for his wife so everything you hear about him is just a great dude all the way through that's so, great i i did not know that so yeah. even more admiration for him and for you no that's who cares about that I'm yeah just saying, i was making up you, that last part yeah that's a good point thank you appreciate it we'll cut that out of the podcast <laughs> uh, uh all right it is uh, uh jonas knox fox sports radio again uh, follow uh, isaac on twitter just isaac lohenkron i mean do you want to spell that for people isaac so they cannot uh, confuse themselves uh, here on a saturday no 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 I, I i no i i i they have to earn the opportunity to follow me so they can figure out how to properly spell my name it's isaac it's Lohenkron. not that hard I mean, listen, but at least uh, I remembered my password. Well, you know what? That's an insult. How dare you? All right, whatever. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, so there it is. The great Isaac Lohenkron. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we're going to have a uh, another edition of the Scraps. Things in the world of sports and beyond we've not had a chance to get to as we put a bow on this bad boy. That's coming up here uh, in about, uh, le- we'll call it less than 10 minutes from now. Uh, I got to tell you something, man. I've taken the turn. I am now on Russell Westbrook's side. I've decided. And I have been as critical of anybody uh, when it comes to Russell Westbrook and, and this fit with the Lakers and where he's at and, and all the other things that, that, that have gone on there because it didn't make sense. This signing didn't make sense. The Lakers needed shooting, so they went out and got a guy who can't shoot. Like, like what is that? It's it's why it just and then LeBron James with his all keep that same energy keep the same energy talking about my team it's okay man we kept the same energy and guess what uh, you, uh, you're you're a bag of turds in the Western Conference like I don't know what to tell you like it just so yeah we kept the same energy and 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 we're saying the same things now that we said in September it just didn't add up the roster didn't add up and so the reason why I'm taking the turn on on West. Uh, Brooke, and I, I almost said brick, and I, I didn't mean to do that. It's just people have been saying it so much. Is it's almost gotten to the point 
where I don't want to I don't want to call it bullying because I think that there are real cases of bullying. I, I don't think that this is it, but it's now over the top. And this has nothing to do with Skip Bayless and the back and forth with with Russ's wife and all the other stuff. I mean, whatever. That, that, that's their thing. Have fun with it. Fine. There was a video that came out where I, I, th- I think this was a current video. I, I think this happened and it might have happened after the game last night where he was getting into a car in Toronto, I believe it was. And a fan was taking a video running his mouth to him. Like, like, like just calling him like uh, calling him a cl- and then Russell came over and told him, like, don't play with me. I'm not a little kid. Don't play with me. And the guy was like, oh, no, no, no. Listen, you know, I, I you know, I ride with you, man. I ride with you, man. And then the second Russell uh, got in his car and left, the guy continued talking trash. And I was like, well, I don't want to be that douchebag. Like, I don't want to be that guy. And, and I just I watched that video and I was like, guy's a tool. I mean, like, Russ just just played a game. He's not having the greatest season in the world. And that guy's taking shots at him, like, like uh, attacking him in public. And I get it comes with the territory, comes with the territory. What if I don't like the territory? So now I've decided I am pro Russell Westbrook. I've completely changed course. All right. I, I'm not married to my takes. All right. I'm not married to my opinions. I have a wife. Her name's not Opinions. So I've decided I am now on Russell Westbrook's side. So for everybody out there that wants to uh, to give Russ a hard time, everybody out there that wants to bully Russell Westbrook, uh, he's got a friend in me. All right, he has got a friend in me now moving forward. I'm all about Wes- Russell Westbrook, and I believe, and by the way, R's and W's together are difficult for me. All right, so the fact that I am tying myself to Russell Westbrook and saying it over and over again, and I've only screwed up once doing it, that's impressive because – I can't say rivalry week. Can't do it. The uh, the 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 Red River uh, showdown or I, I can't, all those things difficult for me to say. The fact that I'm willing to go through that, walk through fire in my vocabulary and my vocal delivery to support Russell Westbrook tells me that I'm serious about this. I am Team Russ, and anybody that's against Team Russ, you're against Team Me. Saturday host here on Fox Sports Radio, and that means something in this world. All right, Jonas Knox uh, here on FSR, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, it's the scraps, things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to and beyond. It's yours right here on FSR. Did you hear what I said? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, if you're wondering what the dialogue is during breaks, just think about all the... uh, Offensive and insulting stuff that is said on the movie The Departed. And that's uh, 90% of the conversations that Iowa Sam and I have. Uh, <laughs> like, what, Sam, have you thought about that? Uh, you're one of, my, uh, one of my good friends in radio. Have you thought about like what our conversations are? Because they're never about radio, like ever. It's usually about, have you tried this IPA? Yeah. And reciting lines from The Departed. Absolutely. Well, The De- yeah, Departed's like probably my favorite movie of all time, or if not top three. So, and then uh, me pretending like I know, uh, like uh, whoever Iowa's playing, I study the roster and then drop a name, or I dr- I go back in time and uh, I'll just make up a fact. Like if he's talking about the rushing game for uh, Iowa, I'll just go, yeah, but man, it's Sean Green's not walking <laughs> through that door. 
I yeah. just, that's, it's, play, just a, it's playful teasing, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's I get a kick out of here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to uh, attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Uh, Ten minutes from now, it is another edition of Up On Game. Make sure you stick around for that. Right now, though, it's time for this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the wonderful Ryan Bershinger to tell us what the hell we've missed so far. Bersh? Well, the Saints losing out on Deshaun Watson is not the only subtraction that's taken place from their quarterback equation. According to Larry Holder of The Athletic, the Taysom Hill experiment at quarterback is over in New Orleans. Uh, And of course, Adam Schefter reported yesterday that free agent quarterback Jameis Winston is back in play for the Saints. Oh, what a bummer. I mean, look... You know, the, the Taysom Hill was uh, it, it was fun to see whether or not that would work. The thing about Taysom Hill always struck me as what Tim Tebow could have been had he been open to the idea of playing a different position and not well after his career had already been over. Like it just Taysom Hill was valuable. I st- I'll call right now if this is it. And, and Taysom Hill is moving on. And he may be uh, – this may be just him at quarterback and the Saints still want to utilize him because he is of, of value in the league. Taysom Hill at some point before his career is over, I'm telling you right now, is going to play for the Patriots. He's still with New Orleans as of right now. Apparently they're going to go in a different direction when it comes to quarterback. They don't want to try and utilize him like that. At some point he's going to be a New England Patriot. It just feels like a guy that Bill Belichick would look at and go, that's a Swiss Army knife. You always can use a Swiss Army knife. You never know when you're going to need to fix something uh, or you're going to need to repair something or open something. Give me some Taysom Hill. He's going to end up in New England at some point in his career. How about that? Calling shots here, Bursch. That's what we do. Yes, yes. Speaking of shots. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, looking at more of uh, ramifications from Deshaun Watson's news, uh, of course, after news of the trade broke yesterday, Antonio Brown may have actually expressed interest in following Deshaun to Cleveland. Uh, AB tweeted yesterday, Cleveland Antonio Browns. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jonas, what do you uh, think about that? Well, no, that's that's uh, yeah, that, that's a good move. Uh, by the way, if you really, uh, there's already people that are outraged that uh, the Browns went ahead and made the move for Deshaun Watson. If you really want to piss more people off, bring in Antonio Brown. Uh, and, and by the way, while you're at it, why don't you make OJ a part of the front office? Like, let's just, you know, let's just go all the way with this here, with the, uh, you know, a questionable uh, checkered pass uh, to, to bring people in. Uh, you know, you know, like who, uh, who'd you hire to be the uh, new VP of player personnel? Ted Bundy as well? Is that, is that the direction we're OJ. going in Cleveland? I mean, like, <laughs> Antonio, Antonio Brown, not only did he burn every bridge in the NFL, he took a flamethrower to it. It's over. Like, that is a wrap. Once you took off your pads and walked off a field like that on a good team that gave you an opportunity and you took that approach, it is over. 
Antonio Brown will never be back in the NFL again. And if a team does sign him, I never said this, and we will go back in time and take it off the podcast. What else we got, Birch? <laughs> well, Jonas, it was just St. Patrick's Day, and what is more Irish than potatoes and Guinness? So uh, a couple in New Zealand believed that they had found the largest potato in history, breaking a Guinness world record. Uh, Colin Craig Brown and their wife and his wife Donna uncovered the potential world record holder last August. However, the recently dis- they recently discovered that the record-breaking potato is not a potato at all, but rather a gourd tuber. Uh, Donna said that the tuber looked and tasted like a potato, but after tests were ran, uh, Guinness responded to the family saying, sadly, the specimen is not a potato and is, in fact, the tuber of a type of gourd. Um, (laughs) The family had named it Doug, and they would post pictures of it with a hat on and would take it around town. They named it after a show on the network? (laughs) That's right, How about that? Jonas, son of a bitch.